This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Aaron is uh, giggly. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to work remnants into this segment. Paul oh, Big yeah. Remnants. Guy. A word we use during the break. Paul brought up the word remnants as our word of the day, as part of our word of the day. Why don't we have a word of the day uh, for the show? Like, could we like get that bit going? Would that be fun at all? Yeah, this is going to be a new bit. Word of the day. I like it. Yeah, it'll probably be from all, one of our break conversations. But... Yeah, you can't force yeah. it though. Like it right. has to come up organically. Yeah. Right. Not a pre, uh, not right. a pre-planned word. No. Yeah. And no. Just... No. 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 Like I'm not going to come up and say obstreperous. Like I'm not going to do that. Be silly like that. But whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do anything. I have to Google to know what it means. Yeah, I think it'll be <laughs> more like so from a word our... you know. A word used during a break, and then anytime someone uses it on the show, we ring a bell or something. Is that how we'll do this? Yeah, I'm not sure the I'm not sure exactly the payoff, but like based on the conversation some of these words come from, I think that's enough of a payoff. So it's just like hashtag sexual innuendo. <laughs> <laughs> me, and Aaron will, me, me and Aaron will provide those. Yeah. yeah, right. That's all we got for this. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So remnant right. is the favorite. Let's not Use do it. word of the day. Use it Sizable in a bet. Favorite. Can yeah, we right. use sizable favorite? That would have been a good one yesterday. <laughs> Gotta be Washington. One Washington number. has a sizable favorite. Yep. Yeah. There's that. Mm. Cool. All right. Jaguars and Saints. Saints are two and a half point favorites. The total is 40. The public uh pretty good about backing the saints 51 percent of the bets uh are with the saints the handle 59 percent in that direction but boy the public loves the under 73 percent of the bets 75 percent of the handle joe what stands out to you here oh man i don't know when the public's on an under that scares me a little <laughs> bit but I, but I understand why the public is on the under. It's going to be Bethard or it's going to be a compromised Lawrence. And just matchup-wise, you know, it's not just the Saints' defense. Like, it's enough of a sample size. We can talk about how good this Jacksonville Jaguars' defense has been this year, right? And mm-hmm. so on the Jaguars' side, their offense has not reached what we thought they would at this point. And the Saints' offense has had their struggles. And we have two legitimate top 10 defenses saints i'd put top five but jaguars you can put them top 10 that's certainly fair um both of them stopped the run epa per rush jaguars number two in the nfl new orleans number four success rate to both top 10 dvoa both top 10 epa per play on defense saints number five jaguars number nine so i don't think we talk about that that enough um there's no way i'd play the over 40 guys 
there's no chance <laughs> you're playing a total i'm only going under even though it is such a low low number and it's not one of these games that we'll be talking about this weekend we are dealing with some sort of elements like yeah 23 17 okay that sounds kind of on the high end of what i'd expect for this game so if i'm playing side or total I'm definitely going under 40. I agree with the public. And that scares me because it could be that week where 61% unders. Everybody's talking about the unders, the red zone scoring, the backup quarterbacks, lower totals, and then a bunch of overs end up hitting. But as far as this specific matchup tonight, I don't see it. I'm playing the under. Mm -hmm. And you've talked about how the public has done well so far this season. Maybe they're right here again <laughs> with the under. I don't hate that at all. Picking a side, though, I don't love. Oh, my gosh. I don't know what to make. I mean, who are the Saints offensively? I mean, do they even have an identity? I think they're still trying to figure that out. In terms of Jacksonville, I mean, they've been playing well, but now you've got Trevor Lawrence with a knee injury. How bad is it? Can he get some kind of shot to get him through this game? Is he even going to play? So many question marks here. I'll probably just stick to props. Um, I think you can look to the Saints side is where I'm going to be looking to expose this Jacksonville yeah. defense. This is something where the opening spread of Saints plus one and a half, I absolutely loved and was certainly wanting to hammer uh, Saints money line here. At Saints minus two and a half, I'm probably still backing them, even though I'm always apprehensive uh, when lines move that much because of quarterback news. I think oftentimes the market overreacts to such information, but I still think the Saints can win this thing comfortably here in large part because I think there's a really important matchup that the Saints should absolutely dominate here, and that is this. Trevor Lawrence, if he is in third and medium or third and long, that is going to mean some bad things in large part because on intermediate passes from 10 to 19 air yards, Lawrence has a passer rating of 84.1. That is below average. The quick passes are not going to help you here. Offensive line woes, not going to help you here as far as intermediate passes. You need just enough time to set and throw a significant distance to be able to move the sticks in such situations. And this is going to be a problem against the Saints defense that is the fourth highest success rate on intermediate passes at 62.5%. Now, this is really important. The Saints defense, they do have a couple of guys who are going to be game-time decisions, most notably Demario Davis, the linebacker. Now, normally, I don't care that much about off-ball linebackers because oftentimes the contributions they make to a defense can be picked up by other guys. But Demario Davis is such a fantastic athlete and such a standout linebacker, especially when it comes to coverage, that if he is unavailable in a game like this, then Jalen Smith... Uh, maybe coming up from the practice squad, uh, an oldie but goodie, but he should be a part of the mix here. This Vaughn defense, especially the secondary, they may have to play up a little bit more to where if Davis isn't available, that I wouldn't be surprised if Lawrence tries to take a few deep shots, 20, 25 air yards. That would be a Ridley game, but I don't know if Lawrence will have enough time to be able to set his feet and throw that far, especially with that injury. So I look at this and say, Live betting opportunities could be fantastic in a game like this. See what kind of protection Lawrence is getting against this Saints pass rush if Davis isn't out there. But ultimately, mm -hmm. I think the Saints can win this game by at least three. 
Okay. Um, let, let me, as far as the total, let me also throw out under 20 for the first half. That's a possibility. Sure. Both of these defenses top five and points allowed in the first half, giving up only seven points per game. Um, now that we're out to two and a half, two at some spots, is this the start of a teaser leg? Low total game. You can get Jacksonville to eight, eight and a half. Is that a consideration, or are we worried that the Jaguars are just a no-show in this spot? I think Paul would love that. So, I don't don't know about you guys. I'm waiting. First of all, we've talked about all the Jags' offensive line. The Saints' offensive line is in shambles. They are without both their starting tackles. They are without a backup tackle. Their offensive line is all banged up, and you got the guy with the second most pressures in the NFL, Josh Allen, on the other side. So, there's that angle for sure. The the remnants of the offensive line, yeah. The remnants of the Saints offensive line could have some trouble against Josh Allen. I will say, I actually like this better if Lawrence is out and we go past three. Give me the give me the Jags is like plus three and a half, plus four. I don't know how far it goes with CJ. And I would be comfortable taking that. I just don't think the Saints should be laying more than a field goal to anyone. As far as a teaser leg, I think I would wait to play it though until you like if I play it now and Lawrence is out. I, I'm not, even though I like the Jags in the game, I don't love it as the start of a teaser leg, like, if that makes sense. Because um, I feel like the it could go, the outcomes are much more across the board. I could see a scoop and score at the end, sack fumble of CJ, and you know, you know they run it in, cover nine or cover eight and a half, whatever it is. Um, so if it's Lawrence, a banged up Lawrence, if Lawrence is in, are we going back to like one or a pick or are we staying I here? Think one. I yeah. think one. So, I mean, you can still, one, if you can catch it at one. And, yeah, if you can catch it at seven and a half with Lawrence for a teaser leg, maybe that's an option. But, again, I almost almost kind of like, give me a couple more points past the field goal with C.J. Beathard. But I do think there are a lot of concerns on that Saints offensive line. I don't know if they're going to score enough to blow them out. Yeah, I I would not do anything with, with uh, Kamara running. What about matchup? under Camara? That's what I was thinking. Because the Jags rank six in rush DVOA um, against yep. the run, I should say. Yeah, they're great. Um, they're yeah. Right. So yeah. I'm thinking Camara unders. I was actually just looking it up when he brought it up. Like maybe that's the move. Alave over. Yeah. The, the public agrees with you, Aaron. Uh, under 15 and a half rushing yards at minus 115 on BetMGM. A lot of folks are betting on those tickets. Uh, kind of going up against uh, what we were talking about in a couple of previous segments. Uh, you know, is it's one of those things where, like, maybe Kamara isn't efficient rushing it, but will the volume be there for him? And that, to me, is completely indicative upon game script. If Jacksonville is absolutely struggling offensively, then, yeah, Kamara's going to get a ton of totes and he can get that number that way, even if it's just, like, two yards per carry. Yes, yep. Uh, speaking of players that are out, we should mention Tyson Campbell, cornerback for the Jaguars, who's been terrific, who rates yeah. very highly in, spe- in specific categories for Jacksonville. He's out. He's out. So, I mean, you're yes, the Saints injury list is much, much longer. But on the Jaguars side, we're talking about the most impactful play- players on the field for them. So, yeah. Uh, to uh, Paul's point about Josh Allen. I don't see a lot of sack props posted. I see one where you can go over a quarter of a sack at minus 140. Again, number two in the NFL in pressures. That makes perfect sense against this beat-up offensive line. 
This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Absolutely does. No kidding. Yeah. Uh, one prop that I want to talk about, uh, Derek Carr passing yards. I like the under 236 and a half. Where will the opportunities be for him? We're talking about Alvin Kamara a good bit. Can he get his rushing number? Certainly we can have that conversation again, but since he returned from his suspension, he is tied for the sixth most carries in football. And this is with an offense that we largely disrespect, but Kamara's not keeping the offense on schedule. Per next-gen stats, he has minus 23 rushing yards over expected. So he is getting the ball a lot, but he's not doing a whole lot when he gets those carries. And so that, to me, is problematic. But it also points to stubbornness where I don't see Carr throwing it that much. Now, look, Tyson Campbell isn't out there, and that might mean good things for Chris Olave. Then, okay, then maybe there are yeah. going to be some uh, deep shots off of play action. That's fine. But then that means Derek Carr is only going to throw it, what, 15, 17 times? I don't know if you get to 236 that way, Aaron. It is low for Derek Carr when we think of Derek Carr. I mean, he's capable of definitely going over that. Uh, I was looking in terms of, you know, Alave props in relation to Derek Carr passing. There's been three receivers who have gone over 95 receiving yards against Jacksonville this season. So definitely some opportunities to expose them in the <laughs> secondary. Darius Williams has not been very good. Yeah. Uh, Faraz had a good breakdown on Christian Kirk. Why that should be a look mm -hmm. in this game. If you want to play a Jaguars receiver, 52 and a half is the number. Um, get plus around two plus 250 for an anytime touchdown there. And uh, let me know what you guys think about uh, this one. How about another running mm -hmm. back under? Like ETN is getting a lot of love because he's getting into the end zone, two touchdowns in each of his last two games. But in mm -hmm. that Colts win, he had 18 carries, only 55 rushing yards. He had 55 against Atlanta a couple weeks ago. Good, good, much better game against uh, Buffalo in London. Uh, he was terrific, 136. But this might be the time to go ETN under 66 in a hook in a very challenging matchup. A lot of yards. That's that a, is a that's lot. a big number. And most any running back, I consider that a larger number. And I wonder if some of that is just because, okay, well, we don't know what to expect from Lawrence. We don't know what to expect to Beathard, but we do know we can run the ball at least somewhat efficiently. So then ETN, like, this is your game. And if there is some sentiment that on Thursday nights you run the ball more, I don't know if ETN is the running back I want to go to as far as that's concerned, but Camara might be more because of volume than anything else. I I don't think game script will dictate ETN getting that many carries to get to that number. 
And that front seven for the Saints is healthy. It's like the only part of the team that is. Right. And they're great. So, feels like yeah. Yeah. Even his yeah, pl- uh, rushing plus receiving, 91 and a half seems high for ATN. Yeah, I'm with you. I, these are going to be short passes by Lawrence or Bethard, right? Like, does that mean... He gets like, I'd almost more. rather just stick with the rushing instead of the rushing and receiving because, like, yeah. what if ETN has a has a big yak catch somewhere, a big it. yak play? I yeah. could see yes. that happening. Like, I, I, I'd hate to add too many dimensions to something I think we are pretty comfortable with, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's the way I would I would look at it there. Uh, also, too, Christian Kirk over 52 and a half receiving yards. 99% of the handle is on the over. So big Kirk <laughs> game, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, also big uh, Camara receiving game. That's what the public believes. This is Becky Bell Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, let's be sharper about key numbers in the NFL. Three and seven. We will explain right here on the Becky Bell Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on 